Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things Sumo. That's right. Welcome back. I hope you're all playing your bingo cards. I don't have any squares filled in yet. Not one? Not one, but I've only watched By Sumo. By the way, we're the only people playing our own game. <laughs> well, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Games are fun, but to be honest, if we win, we will not give ourselves the jar of jam because we already have jars of jam. <laughs> yes, yes. That should be, yeah, it should be clarified, I suppose. If we win bingo, it doesn't count, <laughs> but we are playing our own game. Yes. So, uh, yeah, if you get bingo, five across, down or diagonal, send us a photo reach out to us tell us who you get and they should be rolling in sometime in this next week so that's right and people it seems are having a good time i've heard from a couple of people and they're really enjoying it okay it's fun yay all right it's time for a news flash okay we have sumo wrestlers dropping like flies interestingly only on odd days though Oh, that's so true. Yeah, three, five, and seven. These Asanoyama, yep. day three. Three. Shodai, day, day five. five. And then Kotoshogiku. Retiring on day seven. Wow. Isn't that weird? I thought he retired on the sixth, but whatever the case well, is. Well, I think they really announced it. And, on the seventh. Yeah. He pulled out on the sixth, and then they were like, he's, Yes. He's, it was officially announced on day seven. And they had like all those great videos and photos of him that they were sharing. That was all day seven. Wow. Yeah. What a career. You know, he spent 32 tournaments as an Ozeki. 32. After that, 22 tournaments as a rank and filer, which I, I think says a lot about his integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have said, I'm piecing out. I'm going out on top. And he's like, no, I still have the sumo spirit in me and I want to continue to fight. And he said, there are always ups and downs in your career, but somehow when things got hard, he was always encouraged by those who supported him and he always wanted to give back to them you know with results so he now will be known with his new elder name which is Hidenoyama and he was shedding some tears during his beautiful sumo tears yes he said in a roundabout way this is from Nikon Sports my 18 years of sumo life was filled with ups and downs and I still love it and the practice, but saying goodbye to the ring will probably be the hardest. I'll remember my brothers and teachers who gave me strict discipline and a big heart, even in times when he had a hard time. The best memories are everything. So now he will continue on as a coach, and he hopes to teach the younger generation. He will be missed. I will personally miss seeing... The belly bump. Oh, man. Nobody does it like he does. Yep. I'll miss Kotoshogiku. I guess that's it. All right, today we are going to talk about day three through nine. And we're just going to give you a few highlights from each day just to kind of, gosh, cap the motion of this whole week of sumo. Hopefully you've been watching along daily, but if not, we'll catch you up right here. All right, day three, the beginning of the conversation about Rudin's butt wiggle. Butt wiggle. Now, Which this- is funny because it's been there the whole time. Not not quite to that no, extent. He showed up for the party on day three. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I, I want to do this. And once we discovered in the movie when he talked, they talked about his injuries and his pelvis injuries and mm-hmm. all that, that made so much more sense. Why maybe him doing this pumping motion mm-hmm. with his butt. Keep the area open. It keeps it open and ready to engage in a split second. What made me giggle was how uncomfortable Murray was with yeah. it. <laughs> 
It was like three well, days in a row. He was like, and, and, it, and now it wasn't, we have the. Uh, no, and it wasn't just discomfort. He was saying things like that should be reined in. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was offensive right. almost, which I found really unusual. I did, too. I, I don't. I, I did, too. I was like, look, however he gets to it. Yeah, it does it matter? Does it matter? Uh, Murray was not. Not pleased. On board with that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So Rudin went a twerking, and but really, I think I learned that. Sorry, <laughs> there was no twerk involved. I think that would have been a little over the top if there was a twerk. Okay, involved. well, everyone was saying it was, it was a, a twerk, but it, it was a butt wiggle. You know, it was just an up and down. I don't know how to describe circular it. up and down, like smearing your butt on a wall type thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I can imagine. No. no. I did not at all see that. Just like you did not see the lady in pink, I did not see him rubbing his butt on a wall. But anyway, let the guy bounce, I say. It really threw Mace off, though. I mean, this bout was a long one, though. Mostly a standstill, I'd say, most of it. Rudin held on with his inside hand grip on Mace's Mawashi, and Mace just tried to grip Rudin, who was not going to let him grab his Mawashi. And with those wiggly hips, he denied him. Eventually, Rudin waited it out and executed a beautiful underarm throw on a very exhausted Mace, and it worked. He won. Now, everyone liked I think last Basho was really enjoying watching Toby Zaru. When Myoguru versus Toby Zaru came into play, it was um it was pretty interesting. Myoguru is all strength and he manages to keep Toby, I call him Toby, like I really know him well, Toby Zaru off of his belt with these epic, epic slaps. He also seemed to have more of a powerful Tachi eye than Toby Zaru, and he just kind of came in lower at the Tachi eye. But Myoguru moves Toby Zaru backwards, but with one of his slaps, Toby Zaru pulls downward on Myoguru's chest and steps to the side, and Myoguru hits the dirt with a slap to the back from Toby Zaru. It was great timing in this match from Tobizaru, who's just getting to the point where it seems like Myoguru has the momentum and gets Myoguru to think he has the momentum. And then as Myoguru lunges forward to finish Tobizaru off in that split second, in that split, I just snapped, second, he uses Myoguru's energy and forward momentum against him to pull him downwards. I thought it was beautiful sumo. All right, then let's talk about Komusubi Terenofuji versus Oh No Show. Okay. I mean, I'd have to say, I want to save that joke till later, but Oh it's No Show so oh no Show's having a really kind of Oh No Not show. as bad as Enho. <laughs> no, no, Enho's like in no. He's Enhoing himself. Oh. It's brutal. But anyway, Onosho has this big tachi eye, but Tedonofuji is patient, absorbs it. He does his usual wrapping up the upper arms and escorts Onosho back and out. He just wraps these kids up with his upper arms and it just looks painful. That's all I wanted to say about this is that I'm not surprised at the outcome. It's just amazing to see how Tedonofuji just so easily wraps these guys' upper arms up and just yeah. escorts them out. It works every time. Yep. Okay. Shodai versus Takeyasu. Wow. This was like the Three Stooges. Like, no one could keep on their feet. Both were stumbling, both throwing everything at each other, both slapping like mad, both pulled off their center by the other. It was a big pull-down attempt from Shodai that kept Takeyasu just stumbling forward, but he manages to stay on his feet somehow. I loved 
this match because it really tested Shodai and had Takayasu doing some of his best sumo survival work that I've seen as of late. Takayasu at this point now, though, was at the edge after Shodai's advances. And it was a very slappy affair from there on out with missed attempts. And somehow they both defied gravity and stayed upright miraculously. Right when Takayasu had Shodai at the edge, he pushed big at Shodai's shoulder and somehow just like misses a bit. And he went too far forward. Shodai pivots, oh, so slightly. And then they both went tumbling out onto the ground. Takayasu head first. Shodai hit hard his knee. And now he actually had me pretty worried at the end of it. But it was great, fun sumo. It was a Shodai with the Tsukiyotoshi win. It was a long, wild match. It I was. completely agree with you there. Yeah. And it was another one of those matches where you're like, oh, I think Shodai just got that win out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to see the fire in Takayasu. Absolutely. And this was the day that Asanayama peaced out. This is from Kyoto News. He competed yesterday, but he's in pain and in no condition to wrestle. He needs to heal fully and... He basically hurt himself when he was struck in the right arm in his first bout against Kiribayama. And so his stable master said he has a deltoid muscle injury to his right shoulder, and so he's going to be out. All right, so that brings us to day four. Yes. Day four, I would like to mention Chiyono Kuni. Chiyono Kuni. I, I cannot say his name any other way now. Chiyono Kuni. All taped up post-knee injury versus Kaisei. And this is worth my mentioning because they used my very favorite Kimarite, which I mention every, almost every time I see it. The Kokonage, the hooking. Kakanage. And, kakanage, thank you. <laughs> I thought that's why it was your favorite. The Kakanage? <laughs> <laughs> the hooking inner thigh throw, lean, hooking inner thigh something. What would you, what does it say on your list? Kakanage. Kakanage, locking one's arm around the opponent while wrapping one leg around his leg, then swinging the off-balance opponent down. The hooking inner thigh thing. That is so beautiful to watch. So they both went in for a big tachi in the beginning. Chionakuni shifted to the outside. He circled and attempted a throw with his hand on the outside of the belt. Kaize did not go down, but instead circled with Chionakuni. Chionakuni hooked his leg, leaned forward. There was a beautiful moment of balance that I love, 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 with one foot high in the air. Kaisei tried to keep his hand off the dirt as he fell, but he couldn't. He fell first, and the win went to Chiono Kuni. Chiono Kuni for the win. Yep. Kaisei seemed a bit out of sorts from the Tachiai. Like, I, I think he just, something was off in the very beginning to me. At least that's what I remember. Or maybe Chiono Kuni is just that good. It, possibly. Yeah. Chiono Kuni. Koto Echo dispatched Tokushoryu with a Beltless arm throw. Oh, yes. And oh. I mention this only because Koto Echo is a little muscular man. He taints. And Tokushoryu is built a little bit like a bathtub. So the fact that he could, <laughs> without even grabbing the guy's belt, throw him down after a slap fest like it was in the beginning was amazing yeah, to me. Yeah, he looked strong. It was yes. truly amazing. Okay, now I'm going to skip ahead to Terunofuji versus Okinoumi, both at 3-0 and at this point, both looking very strong. As you would expect, a big hit at the top. They circled around, both men trying to get a hand on the belt. Terunofuji got an inside grip on the belt. They went chest to chest, side to side, grappling. This side, that side, this side, that side. Okinoumi got his hand on the belt and circled. But Terunofuji would not go down and completely overpowered 
Okinoumi chest to chest for the win. Terunofuji, ah, like I'm starting to to get a little ah. Ah, every time he walks up to the <laughs> doyo, he just is looking strong and really wonderful at day four. Mitakeyumi versus Kiribayama on day four. That was a weird tachi eye. It was, it was a really cool match. Okay, yeah. so Kiribayama stepped aside, basically, and let Mitakeyumi run out of the ring. But they said it was an under-shoulder swing down, and it was really hard to see. They basically went at the very top. They went chest to chest. There was an arm shift under the chest, but you just couldn't see what was happening. And then suddenly, Kiribayama stepped to the side, neatly grabbed Mitakeyama's shoulder, and ushered him right through. It was a real nifty-looking move. But not one you see every day. Exactly. Shodai versus Daesho. Daesho completely overpowered Shodai. Push, 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 and Shodai... Just couldn't maneuver at the edge. He had no answer for feisty Daesho. And he was definitely limping after the fight. That's all we saw at the end of day four, which takes us into day five when he did pull out of the ring with ligament problems around that ankle. Yeah, it was a left ankle injury and he would be out for three weeks of treatment. So it was a left distal tibiofibular ligament. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I don't know what part of the body that is. That could be like <laughs> in your inner ear. I would have no idea. Okay, day five. Nothing here to talk about except for Murray is still very uncomfortable with Rudin's. He actually does call it pumping, which actually made me slightly uncomfortable because Marie said it was pumping. I mean, it's not inaccurate. It's very accurate. It's just like him saying it. I was like, that's a very weird observation. <laughs> We keep talking about Terunofuji and bringing him up in the highlights because every one of his bouts is pretty exciting. Yep. This, between him and Hokuto Fuji, I just wrote Terunofuji. Wow. He showed his epic strength here in this match. Hokuto Fuji is no easy fight and actually came in lower than Terunofuji at the Tachiya and continued pushing upwards to move Terunofuji backwards, but it doesn't work because Terunofuji then gets Hokuto Fuji's upper arms, like I said before, locked up enough. He can get that outside left grip on Hokuto Fuji's belt. And when he does that, then they all kind of know that they're toast because then he just deadlifts Hokuto Fuji up like Johnny, what's his name in uh, Dirty Dancing? You know, when he just like deadlifts Jennifer Grey up into the... Anyway, it's just like that. Oh, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> yes, right overhead. <laughs> and Hokuto Fuji just stands there with his chest open. Look, if any of these guys could do it. And ah, Don't hey. say it, don't say it, because we have to pay rights. <laughs> Tedano Fuji... If anybody's going to be able to do it, he can do it. Now, at this point, he's got Hokuto Fuji's belt and... He deadlifts Hokuto Fuji, like I said, and with these long Tadano Fuji arms, he gets Hokuto Fuji kind of hopping now yeah. and trying to get free of this epic Tadano Fuji grass, but it is no good. He just like picked him up on one side, Plopped dropped him, him off on the other side. Like a small, tall yeah. child. Or... Like a small, tall child. <laughs> small, very tall, very heavy child. <laughs> oh. That was a fun match. I really enjoyed that match as well. Well, just because you don't see Hokuto Fuji ever treated like like ill-behaved toddler. And no, but I have a theory about Hokuto Fuji. I'm going to come back to Hokuto Fuji. I'm surprised you didn't mention Ura. Oh, well, I... I this okay. is also in day five, and I think it's worth mentioning. I thought it 
was day four. No, it was day five. Ura did a move. So this is a Jurio wrestler. And he did a move that we haven't seen in years. Yeah, but Ura is the one who has been in Makochi before. And he fell down. And now he's uh, yeah. coming way back up. Yeah, he's on his way up. So a lot of people are watching Ura. He did a move right out of the WWE. A backwards body drop which looks just like it sounds. You pick your opponent up and you fall backwards with him on your shoulders. But in Ura's case, it looked more like someone jumping off a diving board backwards and then like taking your opponent out with you as you go down. It was one of the craziest things. It's like a backwards belly flop. Yeah, like a backy flop flop on top (laughs) of your opponent. It was crazy. I mean, if how would how did he know that his opponent was back there? And you just got to like go for that sucker. You just got to be like, I am headed backwards and I hope you're in the way and I'm taking you out on the way. Otherwise, yeah, I'm just going to land like a pancake. Yeah, you said he surprised himself, actually. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I believe I just did that. <laughs> he says it's difficult because he can't always do this in practice. The last time he had done it was, what, in 2017? But prior to that, like, the move had not been seen yeah. in the upper level since, like, 1955. So It's a crazy move. I love it when history presents itself. It's like, oh my God, all of us were like, ah! and I don't know who was the commentator that day, but they were like, ah! <laughs> their head exploded. Lost. It was even worse than the explosion about like reared its hips. That's right. Yeah. It was like, ah! that was very tame. This is very untame. It's a backwards body drop. And it's really something beautiful. It's like seeing, like, you know, when mom goes outside and she's like, oh, there's a yellow bellied sap sucker. <gasps> Neat. And we're like, what? She pulls over the side of the highway. She's like, that's a yellow-bellied sapsucker. They're rare, you know. So it's kind of that sort of, you got to pull off the highway and be like, dude, I just see what I think I saw. Yeah, that's a that's a rare grizzly bear that we just saw there. That's right. We saw a beautiful, beautiful Kimarite, and it should be noted. Yes. What day are we on? Day six. Okay. So day six. I would like to mention several here. Tochinoshin versus Koto Eko. Now here's Koto Eko back. A lot of talk about Koto Eko. Yeah, because he was just, especially early on this week, he was just presenting as a very wiry, muscly, buff, shoulder, high, high stakes rolling wrestler. Like he really had it together. Yeah. Okay. Tochinoshin is tall and powerful. Kotoeka is short and wiry, and Kotoeka worked really hard for this loss. I'm sad to say there was a forearm blast from Tokinoshin. Typical, typical <laughs> At the top. And then uh, there was this moment where Tokinoshin reached over and behind, shorter. The wedgie grip. Yeah, I was trying to get the wedgie grip over Kotoeko's shoulders, but Kotoeko kept... Tochinoshin's arms at bay and he like went chest to chest with this much bigger guy and was like wiggling to keep Tochinoshin from actually getting the he grip. He was like a slippery fish. Yeah. And uh, Koto Echo had this double inside grip and he was trying to keep Tochinoshin off of his belt and he was pushing up and hard, really hard at Tochinoshin to try to keep him away from his belt. Anyway, there was just a lot of powering back and forth and eventually Tochinoshin just picked Koto Echo up by the belt with that wedgie grip and took Koto Echo to the ground. But it was a really long, hard-fought fight. Yeah, Koto Echo gave him hell. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a big jump to Takarafuji versus Tobizaru. Tobi in the sumo is having a much harder time at this higher rank, this tournament, and that's to be expected, right? Tobizaru tried everything, 
everything and just kept knocking himself back with the effort. Takarafuji stood like a solid rock tower, immovable in the center of the ring. Tobizaro was trying pushes. He was trying leg trips. He was like shouting and waving in front of this guy, like ah, until um, eventually Tobizaro. Uh, to be accurate, he, he wasn't. That's Laurie's eventually, um, exaggeration. Tobizaro but... lost his own balance when Takarafuji knocked him back. Yeah. And Takarafuji won. It was just really funny. <laughs> Because he was trying so hard. Okay. Yeah, I will say Takeda Fuji. Each time I, w- I watch him, I'm always amazed at his strength because it does. He doesn't get the credit for like his epic strength, but he does look like everyone's dad. Which I don't have a problem with. I don't either. Solid. But don't you don't you imagine him like wearing a suit and tie, totally. like a tie, he's like solid. a mawashi and a tie? Yeah. And he gets home he's from work. He's reliable. Yeah. He does it all really well. Under the radar. Yeah. But, but when he's, he's good, he's good. He's like great dad material. Yeah. Is he a dad? We I don't know. I do need to find out. Okay, Taro Fuji, I'm bringing him up again. Uh, is he this fought, episode just all about Taro Fuji? Fuji. Uh, he fought Kiribayama on this day. It was all business. Taro Fuji grabbed Kiribayama's belt. He actually took a little breather. He waited for Kiribayama to try something, and then he lifted Kiribayama up to his chest and then right out of the ring. I laughed at this one. Yeah. I just laughed because Kiribayama had no chance. None. Yeah, it was great. And then follow that up with Takakesho versus Kageyaki. Taka T-Rex just basically showed how good he is. Oh, he pushed one. It was quick. Two and a half. And then a slap down. And Kageyaki was down. Yeah. That's like big. flying to the dirt. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> happened so quickly. And like there was just no, you know, there was no point where you're like, oh, he's in trouble. Like it happened so fast to the point where I was like, I wonder how big Takakesho's thighs are. If Miyogido has 80 centimeter thighs, Takakesho's thighs have got to be closer to like 100 centimeters. They're, They're so both, much bigger. It's like having two very large watermelons strapped to your thighs. It's like, remember in the cartoons when they would have like cartoon hams? Yes. Yeah. It's like those <laughs> big white hams. Those are his thighs. I would agree. They're so big. They are very large. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by the stride of sumo wrestlers. Honestly, the way they have to like kick their legs out when they walk because they yeah, have they such amazing, they have like ballet Could you imagine turnout. the chafing? I know it would be terrible, right? So anyway, Takakesho's wins up to this point have just been like so thorough that I'm now wondering about the size of his thighs. Yeah, I mean, Takakesho is pretty dominant. And I think we all are kind of relieved because you want him to be dominant when there's so many other big dogs that are out. Well, and he is the top dog. At this point, every other Ozeki and Yokozuna is out. He is the guy at the top of the pyramid. So he should be dominant. That's right. Okay, let's talk about day seven. I'm only going to talk about two matches here because I watched Miyoguru versus Daesho. I wrote, this match, <laughs> what did I just watch? <laughs> I, I think... Well, go ahead. Okay, so I don't want to jump in. at the top, it's just a big thrust and push battle. I mean, so many slap down attempts, and Miyoguru is just stumbling forward, and amazingly, he stays on his feet. Miyoguru is sort of like a cat in this match. Daesho stays on him. He's dogged. Miyoguru comes back for more, dodging and shifting his direction, and continues to get pushed around by Daesho's huge, huge thrusts. Eventually, 
on about the fifth stumble from Yoguru, they separate and then it's like a street fight, both sizing each other up with like their, I swear their dukes came up and they were just like wondering what to do, like just walk off the doyo. I don't know. But no, a strong charge from Daesho at this point. And that had Miyoguru stepping back and to his side. But with that forward momentum of Daesho, it's too much of a push from Daesho to keep Miyoguru in the ring. So he simply finished off by being pushed out with a shoulder blast to his right shoulder. Daesho wins. I think what happened in this fight, it's the first time I've ever seen someone completely run out of gas. Yeah, I think Miyogi wasn't breathing. Like I, I used to see this in the dance world. Like people would dance so hard and forget to breathe that they just couldn't move anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to Miyogi. He just because there was like no defense with that last push. He was like, "I'm done." Yeah, it was a long, hard battle. But I think Miyogi just didn't have the stamina that Daisho had. I agree. All right, now shall we talk about Terada Fuji? <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna skip the Enho Koto Echo fighting fun? Yeah, I was going to, but let's talk about it. Let's do. Enho Henka's a bit, okay? Way to the side and underneath Koto Echo. And Koto Echo expects it and he actually follows them. Then lots of slaps, lots of misses. Koto Echo denies Enho's desire to get inside. This is a sloppy and feisty toddler fight. Enho is all over the place and he's very fast. Koto Echo finally wrangles him in and really super fast. He pulls a beautiful Kotonage arm lock throw. Enho is defeated and then he looks around afterwards like why me god like he at the end of that his face was just defeated you remember Seven that losses. look on oh no show's face when he was like yeah i've lost 13 in a yeah. row i know that's and how was oh, starting no, to look like this show. yeah i think also people have talked about him kind of not doing well because Hako's not been in this and what Ishigura is not in the top division so there's maybe some camaraderie there's something missing in him and the whole experience of the boss show and what goes on backstage having his people around it just may be off because he doesn't have his people and I kind of understand that you may feel exposed you may feel alone and the man needs an entourage he does and he may just lack confidence because of that yeah he just needs Okay, Terunofuji versus Wakatakakage. Okay, Wakatakakage gave Terunofuji a feisty bout. Terunofuji is unable to get an inside grip on Wakatakakage. So Wakatakakage charges him backwards and he was able to charge Terunofuji fully back to the Tawada. And with his usual Terunofuji magic, he uses his powerful lower back to deny that bump over the Tawada and instead charges right back at a very wiggly Wakatakakage and he wraps up his upper chest and arms and pulls a nice beltless arm throw, spinning, forcing his arms up and around and then finally facing the dirt. So Ted and Fuji looked great, but what I thought was really remarkable is the charge that Wakataka Kage had that pushed Ted and Fuji all the way back, but mm-hmm. then the strength in Ted and Fuji's lower back to deny that. That's amazing. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, day eight. Chiyomaru. His amazing agility. Skipping, running, spinning, all in the doyo, but still lost to Sh- Shimano Umi, who at this point on day eight he was 7 1. Yeah. Who would have thought? Well, we should have thought because anyone who's been in that Migashira 17 over the last few tournaments <laughs> has done remarkably done well. really well. <laughs> Enho got Enho'd by Akawa, which took Enho to 0 8. He's the first mm-hmm. one to get his Makikoshi on day eight. 
So I'm just going to skip to the two big ones at the end. <laughs> Is it Terunofuji? Terunofuji versus <laughs> Daesho. Okay, Daesho pushed and shoved and kept Terunofuji off of his belt altogether. Terunofuji tried to get the belt, but he missed, and that proved to be a disaster. Daesho basically pulled on Terunofuji's head and spun him around and then pushed, and Terunofuji tried to block Daesho's arm, flail fest with this block that was basically one bent elbow aiming straight at the sky. It was a really cool block, but Daesho was relentless. He moved Terunofuji backwards, and Terunofuji has a real tough time fighting going backwards because of those knees. And Terunofuji lost his first bout of the tournament on day eight. It was a surprise, but it's okay. It's okay. We're only day eight. But that meant the next fight was pretty important. Takakesho, he was meeting Hokuto Fuji. Takakesho made one push and then one pull. And Hokuto Fuji went flying and lost. Okay, here's my here's my thought on Hokuto Fuji. I think that Hokuto Fuji could have a future in stunt work because he went bouncing across the ring dramatically when Terano Fuji fought him. He's sort of ricocheting. Yes. In this fight with Takakesho, he went flying across the room against Taka T-Rex when Takakesho just pushed him aside. So I think he has a flair for the dramatic. Yeah, I'd agree. He, well, I mean, you see his pre-match exactly. ritual. It's very I dramatic. Think he could have a real nice future in Hollywood. So anyway, at the end of day eight, there's only one undefeated Rikishi at this point, and it's who it should be, Takakesho, the highest ranking person on the Banzuke. Can he hold on to that lead? At this point, Terano Fuji, Shima no Umi, and Takara Fuji are chasing with one loss each. Really? Yeah. Day nine. Okay. I'm excited to hear about this because I have not watched I day know. nine yet. Well, so I I'm have... getting spoilers right and left, folks. You are. And I hate spoilers. Oh, my gosh. Watching day nine. Okay. So this Bosch has been exciting to me, but a little bit unexciting in the way that, like, you haven't had that day yet. We're just like, everything is firing. Are you going to tell me it's day nine? It's day and nine. you're going to spoil it for me? I am. <laughs> there were so many great matches Shit is on the line. Okay. I feel like day nine, they all either got a pep rally backstage or, the, you know, Hakaku came back and he was like, guys, like, you got to light some fires because nothing's happening out there besides Teru Fuji. They're more interested in the audience than in you, That's fellas. Right. Come on. <laughs> that lady at peak. I know. She's upstaging us. <laughs> well, anyway, day nine, I'm talking about some other people we haven't really talked much about. Chiona Kuni looks great against the big boy, Tokushoryu. Chiona Kuni attempts a slapdown of bathtub Tokushoryu, but he's like kind of too much to shove down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's a big man. You have to kind of pick your moves, and like that one seems like a real tough one. But anyway, he's brave enough. He tries it. He then, it doesn't work. He then inches Tokushoryu, though, sideways and backwards a bit, and then staying focused all throughout. Uh, you know, Tokushoryu does his normal, like, slappy, slappy, push, push. Chiyono Kuni stays fully focused and finally finishes off Tokushoryu by advancing on him in a big push with straight arms. So Tokushoryu looked like, at the end of this match, you know the movie Carrie, where all the blood falls from the ceiling? Yes. Um, I've never seen the movie Carrie, but I've seen that scene. This is how bloody Tokushoryu's face was at the end of it. Oh, how do you get bloody? When I watched it again and again, I looked at the Tachi eye and I didn't see a direct head bump to bridge of nose thing. 
But Tokushoryu, after this match, was on the ground and like literally his nose was dripping. I almost got faint. Yeah, I get wow. faint, fainty, heady yeah. when we talk about blood a lot. Yeah. But um, he was standing there and just looking at the ground where like blood was just pouring onto the ground. Oh, so he broke his nose. I don't know. He came up and like he had to gather himself because he was just like, uh. But I did not see it in the tachi eye. It may have happened in one of the big slaps. He just got it square to the nose. But as he pushed out, you saw he was covered in like blood. And wow. And Kuni was also covered in blood. So wow. I was like, wow. Guess what? <laughs> what? And who wins? Did he? Yay! <laughs> Yay! This makes me feel better. He finally wins. Against Aoyama. That's even yes. funnier. And from the top, Aoyama got, I mean, basically Inho'd. It was really quick. Inho ducks to the left for Aoyama's leg after, right after the Tachiai. He like kind of ducks to the left and under. Aoyama just swats to no one that's there because Inho's <laughs> down and beside him. Inho gets low and inside and grabs his leg. It's Ashitori leg pick and basically lifts him up and Aoyama then hops backwards. Inho just finishes him off and pushes him backwards and out. And um, Inho said in his post-match interview that he's just had a really, he's had so many losses, it was actually hard for him to step into the ring. And so he finally won. Yay! So that was that was great yeah. news for Inho. Yes, yes. Okay, this is another one. There are so many exciting things on day nine. Takara Fuji versus Okinaumi, the sailor. Chest to chest, these guys struggle for this right side grip. They both want it because when they have that, somebody's going to win. Yeah. But they deny each other that grip. So it's a lot of just standing and waiting around. And Takara Fuji, aka Dad, moves Okinoumi backwards by raising his center of gravity up. But Okinoumi, he stays on his feet and he forces Takara Fuji back into the center of the ring. Okinoumi finally gets a shallow grip on Takara Fuji and pushes him back to the bales. But Takara Fuji, with his big advance at this point, Takara Fuji does some real magic at the edge and shifts to the side in a bit and pulls down Okinomi to the ground instead of behind him. Oh. Yes, yeah, so Takara Fuji did it. He's eight and one. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to see Takara Fuji win? He's eight and one. So he's he's got as much as a shot as Terano yeah, Fuji. I like it. Yeah. Okay, Takiyasu versus Terano Fuji. Oh this was hilarious dirty sumo okay it was hilarious a, dirty yes sumo. it was dirty and slop like i think the audience started clapping in the middle of it because they were so excited about what they were watching even the president hakaku mentioned how exciting this match was because he's like these two former ozekis are so well matched and gave us like the best sumo in this one match. And I think when you watch it, you will see that like, oh my God, this is what it should always be. <laughs> oh, you know? Cool. Anyway, big Tachi eye from these two guys, as expected. It's basically Takiyasu staying on his feet and missing, though, about three opportunities he had to finish off Terano Fuji, who fights back and stays on his feet. So there were all these pull downs and slap downs, but Terano Fuji from Takayasu, but Terano Fuji stayed low and he doesn't go down. Takayasu eventually gets this really deep left hand gripped on Terano Fuji and he yanks him around one last time. And I think Terano Fuji. He just says in this moment, this is what I imagine him saying. This is a long bout, by the way. And it was just slappy, slappy, thrust, thrust, uh, stumble, stumble, <laughs> and back again to square one. I think Tanafuji at this point, he may have been worn out because he was just like, fuck it. 
Uh, this is sloppy and I'm tired of being tossed around. <laughs> so he basically runs out of the ring. I mean, he was being pushed from behind with two big hands from Takayasu, but he literally like he got a push and then he's like, I'm just going to jog done. it. I'm just going to jog it. <laughs> That's how good Takayasu wow. was against Terunofuji. And you don't expect it from him because he's such a like a silent gangster type. He's not a real gangster. He's a teddy he's bear. Been, no, he's been working hard in really long matches this whole time. He's and he hasn't always come out on top. But they've been super close yes. every time. Well, he won it this time. Wow. Good that for him. was a big one. Yeah. Also, another big upset, Mitakiyumi versus Miyoguru. Now, they have an interesting past. I think Mitakiyumi's won five, Miyoguru's won four. Now, there were two false starts from the beginning from Mitakiyumi, which says to me he either lacked confidence or he has something about Miyoguru that freaks him out. I like to think that Miyoguru scares the crap out of him. He immediately after the Tachiai, Miyoguru goes in with a strong right hand outside and left hand inside grip. He just immediately gets the grip after the Tachiai. Miyoguru then forces Mitakiyumi back and out with a strong charge. That's as simple as it was. Oh, he flipped Mitakiyumi like a tire. Yes. Wow. Okay. Now, our last one of the day. Takakejo versus Tobizaru. Okay, that this is a little round guy match. Okay, okay, and it's fabulous. Takakesho does his usual huge thrust and push back hop deal. You know he does he push downs and then he advances with a little hop. Yep. But Toby Zaru returns the favor, and because they are both similarly built and in height as well, he actually similarly shaped. Yes, but just not as big as yes. Takakesho. He actually moved Takakesho backwards. And he did it pretty well. And Takakesho's magic is sort of lost on someone very similar in build. Now, this ignites Takakesho. He does not like this. And then he goes into an even bigger but very focused, as he is always very focused, slap and push fest advance on Tobizaru, who pulls out his magic when he does this really quick slap, 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 pull, slap, slap, steps back. And then with that step back, Takakesha's forward momentum at that point oh, is a little bit too far. Toby Zaru, yeah, he, he slaps down on the back of Takakesha, who then goes flying. He bounces his belly to the dirt. His belly bounces him off the dirt, and then he bounces back down. This was a major, major oh, upset. And he lost his lead. And Toby Zaru was pumped. <laughs> he was so proud of himself. Well, as he should be. That's a big win. Yeah. I mean, Toby Zara at this point is three and six. And so it was huge. To beat the biggest guy. Yeah, to beat Nozeki is always a yeah. big deal. That, and the lone Nozeki at this point. Yeah. So this was a pretty big deal. So the standing at the end of day nine, Takakesho is now tied with Shimano Umi and Takara Fuji. Is that, am I getting that right in my head? Because Terano Fuji just had another loss. Takakesho is eight and one. Right. Terunofuji is seven and two. two. We got Daisho at six and three. We have Takarafuji at eight and one. Right. And Shimano Umi. Uh, Shimano Umi, eight and one, yeah. Wow. So tied for first. That's so cool. So Takakesho, Shimano Umi, Takarafuji tied for first right what now. What a random. I love it. And it will all change. It could all change. Daisho six and three. Oh, seven and two is Terunofuji. Uh-huh. Well, so seven and two. Uh, Rudin. Rudin, really? So and Chionokuni. Chionokuni. So see, the butt bounce can really it work worked. to your favor. That's right. And Chionokuni is like all taped up and still working really well. Mm -hmm. So it's super exciting still. Oh my That's God, a weird I love thing it. about having a basho where like all the top dogs are kind of out. 
you get to see some of these rank and filers really shine. And maybe yeah. that helps with their confidence. It's hard to start a tournament in your first five days, you get crushed, you know? Yeah. Especially depending on where guys, you are. Depending on where you are. Depending if you're like Mike Shear, one, two, yeah. three, that's tough going. So it's nice to see these guys that we normally see kind of have a hard time in the beginning shine. That's all I got. All right. That is it. We've got, gosh, another week of exciting sumo ahead of us. So the next time you hear us, we'll be going over the final week and telling you who won bingo. That's right. Yeah. So keep watching sumo. Keep working your bingo cards. And we'll talk to you next week. That's right. That's all we have to say. That's all we have to say. (laughs) Until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Sayonara. See you all later.